Welcome to the HR Like a Boss podcast. Join John Bernadovich as he embarks on a journey to get to know amazingly awesome HR and business professionals to understand what it takes to do HR like a boss. Each week, John chats with professionals with a wealth of knowledge and practical experience to help you tackle HR's biggest challenges. If you enjoy the show, don't forget to subscribe, hit the five-star rating, and share it with your HR friends. John is a father, husband, competitive golfer, author of HR Like a Boss, and founder of Willery, a professional services firm dedicated to HR and payroll technology and people. He is devoted to transforming the workplace by empowering the HR and payroll communities to navigate their ever-evolving business landscape with ownership and passion. You're listening to the HR Like a Boss podcast, hosted by John Bernadovich. Welcome to the HR Like a Boss podcast. Super excited to continue this special Ohio HR Conference edition, where we're speaking to amazingly awesome speakers who will be keynoting at the event. And on today's show, I am so excited to be joined by Bertice Berry, who will be one of the keynotes at Ohio HR Conference. Bertice, welcome to the show. Thank you, John. It's good to be here. So for those that do not know you, which I know probably are not a lot of people because you are very well known and appreciate all the work you're <laughs> doing. And I know pre-show we were connecting on our time together at Kent State University. Go Flashes. But please tell my HR Like a Boss podcast all about yourself, where you're from, and what you're into these days. I'm a sociologist, author, lecturer, mother, grandmother. I like to describe myself as a woman of science and faith. I um, I live just outside of Savannah, Georgia, but I've spent many years at Kent State in Ohio. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. Good for you. I'm sure the people that are in your life, your your husband, your grandkids, they're also lucky to have such wisdom and candor. And I also love the fact that, that you have you were telling me about all the different places you live throughout the United yeah. States, and you threw in Kent, Ohio, and then here we were just connecting those dots. What what a great time that I had as a student at Kent State. And I know, ironically, we were both there at the same time. So knock yeah. on wood of how small that world is. It's crazy. Small world. All right. So this show is all about doing amazingly awesome HR. And one of the main things that I got out of writing my book was this idea of purpose, having a purpose in what you do and making sure that it creates that true north for yourself. So I've always been entertained by how different people view the function of human resources. So I'd love to get your perspective on what you view as the primary purpose for the human resource function. I absolutely love that you focus your book on purpose and the purpose of HR. I, purpose is everything. I tell people your purpose is not your job. It is your calling. And to me, for HR professionals, it is to procure, maintain, educate, inspire, encourage, move along the capital that is the human capital in business, corporations, associations. It is everything. I, if, if I had a tombstone, I would want it to say, you know, systems are people, people, because we 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 talk about companies we talk about the system we talk about the thing and it's made up of people and hr professionals are called to maintain all of that 
Yeah, it certainly is a calling, one that you have to have a pa passion and purpose for because it's people do harebrained things and it's people are people, as you said, and you get a lot of wonderful, great things and you get some really scratch your head. Oh my gosh, why do I do this type of stuff? And we need to inspire and love on and empower the HR profession. I know that your topic of what you're going to speak on at the Ohio HR conference is going to be on point to that. So please tell my guest, sorry, please tell all of our listeners and those especially that are going to be attending the Ohio HR conference, what to expect from your keynote presentation. Yeah, the theme this year is we are family and I'll be talking about the family we belong to, encouraging and giving, sharing some tools for deep listening and storytelling for how to connect to one another. I think HR professionals are exceptional about taking care of the business, taking care of the people in the business, and they're not that great at taking care of themselves and one another. So I'm there to encourage them to belong to each other, to connect, um, to connect deeply to the point where when you leave, you know you've got people who have your back as well. That's that's really cool because I think, it, it, as you mentioned that that we don't we don't do a great job of putting ourselves first. We we in the serve no. service business servant leadership feel like we have to give to others, and I'm not suggesting that that's not important. But if we don't take care of ourselves first, you're you're not going to be able to take care of others with the type of passion that you're going to need to. And and you mentioned something in in your comments that I just want to dig into a, a minute. You talked about deep listening and storytelling. How can mm -hmm. HR professionals become better listeners and better storytellers based upon your experience? Tell your own story. Um, one of the things that I think people tend to do is they tell everybody else's story. They tell what they said, what they did, what they, and really it's, you tell your own story. You will, if you share your own story, people feel that they belong to you because you were willing to open up and share. It doesn't have to take a long time. You don't have to get caught up in the details, but you tell what you saw, what you said, what you experienced, because we are naturally wired, neurologically wired for story. And if I tell you a story, your mind automatically finds the point of connection. We started out, where do you, where did you live? Where are you from? And I mentioned Ohio and you're like, I was at Kent State. I taught at Kent State. I went, I went, I did my graduate work there and then I taught there. I was there earlier than you, came back to this point. That connection happens without us working for it. But if we're telling somebody else's story, it's harder for the other person to connect because it's not really coming from your soul. Yeah, it's not genuine. It's not authentic. People gravitate to real parts of who you are and what you do and what your story is. I Frankly, having written my book, 70-some thousand words, Book comes out October 24th. Shameless plug. I guess it is my podcast. I can do whatever I want. But there's nothing shaming about yeah, it. No October shame. 24th. But this the parts of the book when I read them back and I said to myself, that wasn't so bad. It was where I was being authentic and genuine and real and being intimate about things that happened to me in my life. And and you know, pe people think they got to be rote or they have to do things what everybody else feels like they should be like, versus let's just be real, let's be genuine. This idea of my own personal wellness and taking care of myself. It's not a bad thing. It's not a badge of honor to work 70 hours a week and burn yourself out. I think those days are gone, thankfully. Yeah, they're gone. And the the workforce that HR professionals will have to care for think differently about working than 
than my generation did and certainly your generation. And so your son, who we shared a story earlier about this amazing kid who at 16 already has his own business, is thinking differently about how he wants to live his life. And if we're not listening, we're not going to hear and be prepared to support them. And it, it's just, it, it, it's it's critical that we allow ourselves to change and grow and get the things that we need so we can give to others. Yeah, no doubt. And gosh, you keep just setting up these softballs for me to hit out of the park. This is fantastic. The very first part of my book, the first section is actually titled Thinking Differently. HR professionals need to think differently because the way that we've thought in the past isn't going to work from this day forward. And no, no doubt about it in my mind. No, not at all. I, you know, I talk to companies where, you know, they're hiring consultants to be their HR folks and, and, and then, you know, thinking that a computer can do what a person really absolutely needs to do. Um, we know that, and yet we have to be prepared to assist others in seeing um, the critical things that we have that, that others can carry. I'm a sociologist. And most people don't know what a sociologist is or what it does. I'm considered a public sociologist because I take sociological concepts to the public. It doesn't matter how important I find it to be. If I can't translate to that to the lives of everyday people, it's worthless. Yeah. Yeah. The, the market is always right, unfortunately, no matter how much we want it to be some other way, whether you're betting on a stock or you're putting out a new idea out there or you're trying to market something from a business standpoint. But speaking of marketing things, the idea of today's show is to not only showcase the great things that Bertice is bringing and this concept of her spin on HR and taking care of yourself, but the idea of let's show up in droves at the Ohio HR Conference. It's at Kalahari. We all are thankful for those of us, no offense to the people in Columbus and the conventions there they have, but there's this Ohio HR conference. Any other place in Kalahari doesn't seem to make sense. It's September 20th through the 22nd. There's going to be 30 recertification credits available to those that attend. That is stellar. I know I had to do a pre-recording for my my presentation. I know every other speaker had to do the same thing. So if you can't get to one of the the, the actual breakouts, you can actually see it virtually to get those certification credits. I'll also give a plug to another fellow Sherm author friend of mine, Ben Eubanks. He's doing this special program on recruiting. And oh, by the way, the HR Like a Boss podcast is going to be live streaming from the actual event. So what an incredible experience we're going to have. And I cannot wait to meet and see all of you. And also give a high five to my new friend, Bertice, for being on the show. And I can't wait to see your keynote. All right. So wait, October 24th. Is that the date of your book? Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> wait a second. A pro's pro. Yeah. We were here to talk about the Ohio <laughs> HR conference, but you told me to take care of myself. So I will, the book will come out. I'll just give a new, there's, here's the book cover for those yeah. of you that can see this online. Most of you cannot October 24th. What a blessing. As a matter of fact, we were talking about, we probably should have recorded the pre-show because everybody's wondering, what are we talking about this before? We made this Kent connection, and I'll be actually signing books at the Kent State Bookstore on October 24th from 12 to 2 p.m. Talk about full circle going back. I hope at least one person shows up. I'll make my wife show up if anyone else does. They will be there. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. All right. Well, this has been fantastic and awesome. I get all of the guests 
out of this show, the HR Like a Boss podcast with one simple question. So I'm going to challenge you with how would you describe someone that does HR like a boss? Okay. So HR like a boss, I made a list of things and I'm going to try not to look at them, but they are human and humane. Um, I think that they're ethical and have strong moral compass. I think they truly do. They are futurists, but they don't get caught up on the buzzwords and the newest thing that's coming down the pike. They, um, their role is not a role of box checking. Um, and there's a dedication to both the people and the company and to themselves. When you HR like a boss, you're not just HR. You are the company that you're in. And you know the ins and outs of that company. You can't just take a, a boss HR from one place and transport them someplace else without them re-educating themselves about the people that they're around. And I just think that that the boss HR folks that I know, I know, and I know some really boss HR professionals, they are a joy and a delight and they are a light. And so I love this book that you've written. I love this podcast. I love that you are shining a light on folks who not only do it well, but they they lead and guide the life of that HR professional and their family and the folks that they serve. Um, your book is an idea and a time that has been waiting. This podcast is something that HR professionals everywhere will tap into. But I think it's also incumbent on the leadership of corporations to listen to what it is you have to say. Thank you so much for the work you're doing. It is a purpose. It is a calling. Mm. I, I was getting emotional even before you went into that section of it. I, I cannot thank you enough that God has put me in this position. And I truly give glory to that for sure, because yeah. uh, without him, none of this is possible. And I'm not trying to get religious on a business show. I'm not. I'm just a man of faith. And I believe in that. And I, I got to tell you, th this idea of writing a book was probably one of the scariest things. The formation of it, frankly, came out of both of my parents passing away in, in too close of a time period. It was a traumatic time in my life. And, and out of it came what I believe to be this, this gift to them that I can give, my devotion to a, a businessman, my dad, and an, and an artist, my mom, her mural she mm. painted is behind me for oh, those of you that can see it. It's fantastic. And, yeah, it's 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 the it's the it's the mountain range coming down into Asheville, North Carolina. For those of you that ever been there in around the October time frame, it looks actually not quite as beautiful as my mom's painting because she she found a way to to really capture that. But the the blessing that I have had to meet such incredibly great people in this podcast, this book has been my conduit to it. And I don't I don't take any of the praise for it whatsoever. I know I know. I was, I'm just a vessel in this process of, of bringing out this guide to amazingly awesome HR because of one primary reason. I, I love people. I believe in people. I believe in the profession of human resources. They need to be lifted up. They need yes. to be empowered. They need to be supported because it is a tough job. And when they do a tough job right, it makes a huge impact. When they don't do it right, it makes a huge negative impact. And exactly. so this whole idea around HR like a boss, you could not have said it better. Bertice, I cannot tell you how thankful I am. I'm I'm actually, if it's okay, I'm going to give you a hug when we're at Ohio HR conference. Well, you you okay. better. Just not a high five. <laughs> we're past high fives and handshakes. What a yes. blessing to have you on the show. I'm going to take one quick minute, do a quick recap. 
you talked about at the beginning, your purpose is not your job, but your calling, right? Think mm -hmm. about that as far as your purpose. Some A lot of people identify with their job and we're, I don't think you meant to say it's not important. It just isn't the most important thing in your life. We have to be able to move and inspire our human capital in our HR professional role, be able to be really, really high quality listeners and, and take great intention in what we do and tell our own story. Don't tell someone else's story. Tell our own. This ability of doing HR like a boss is being both human and humane. And you talked about being a futurist, but I'll, I'll paraphrase, but not trendy, not falling on what the buzzword is for the day. I cannot tell you, Bertice, what a blessing this has been to have spent the last 20 minutes with you. I cannot wait to see you at Ohio HR Conference at Kalahari, September 20th through the 22nd. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. I so look forward to hugging you back. Thanks for checking out the HR Like a Boss podcast. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, you're in for a treat with the book, HR Like a Boss. It's filled with more stories and valuable insights that can truly impact your HR career. The journey doesn't end here. Visit www.hrlikeaboss.com to join the largest community of amazingly awesome human resources professionals who are committed to doing HR like a boss. Stay connected with us on social media and don't forget to hit that subscribe button, rate and review. Your feedback helps us deliver content that matters to you. Reach out to join directly at john at willery.com. Until next time, let's continue to aspire to do amazingly awesome HR.